Can your team win the 2014 AFL flag? Find out in ABC Footy Magazine. Edited by ABC Grandstand's Jared Waitley, it's your essential season guide. Packed with player and team profiles, statistics and exclusive insights from AFL experts and footy legends. Get all this and more in ABC Footy Magazine, the must-have season guide for every AFL fan. On sale now at newsagents, ABC shops and centres and ABC Online. Grandstand Netball. The Netball Show on ABC Grandstand Digital. Good afternoon and welcome to the Netball Show on ABC Grandstand Digital. I'm Anthony Tucker and today I'll have a look at round six of the Trans-Tasman Trophy with two games played so far. There are two huge games tonight to complete the round as the undefeated Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic take on the Central Pulse and in Brisbane it's the Queensland Firebirds hosting the Melbourne Vixens. Yesterday the West Coast Fever won their second game for 2014 with a tight 53-51 win over the Adelaide Thunderbirds and the Northern Mystics outlasted the Southern Steel to win 67-61 fuelled by the amazing shooting of Catherine Latu, who was a perfect 46 from 46. Today I'll chat with Thunderbirds co-vice-captain Rebecca Bully and West Coast Fever skipper Natalie Medhurst. But first... The Melbourne Vixens bounced back after a couple of losses with a thumping 24-goal win over the mainland tactics in New Zealand last week, and tonight they take on the Firebirds in Brisbane. Their star defender, Jeeva Mentor, has been good enough to join me today on ABC Grandstand. And Jeeva, it's a huge game tonight, isn't it? Yes, it is, and thank you, Anthony, for having me on. But, um, yeah, we've made the travel, the Vixens, up to Brisbane, and really looking forward to just, um, I guess, putting some of those uh, wrongs that we did um, right tonight against the Firebirds. It's going to be a tough encounter, and I think it's at least the game and, uh, I guess, the position on the table is still in our hands in terms of if we come away with this win, then we do secure ourselves within the top four. Well, you played them very recently, didn't you, and, and lost by a goal. Uh, it's not much of a deficit, obviously, but what can you do to overcome that, do you think? Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Um, they've got quality players all over the court. Obviously, they're formidable in their front line. Having Romelda Aiken there is a great target for them. And, and definitely defenders and myself will have our work cut out this evening playing against her. But they're just strong all over. They've obviously got the Australian Diamonds captain, Laura Geitz, at one end. And a really tenacious uh, mid-court. Um, so it's going to be a tough encounter for us. But we're looking forward to, I guess, making sure we just play our game and not being roped up into their style of play. And um, for us, it's about taking care of the possession that we do get taken care of our centre passes, um, knowing that we're not going to get every ball defensively, but making sure we still have that pressure on to to make, I guess, make count whatever we can. Well, Jeeva, you mentioned Romelda Aiken. She's a big target, as you said, and uh, you got a big job on her. Um, what's the secret to trying to shut her down? Oh, if someone knows the secret, then please let me know. But um, it's a bit like that with this competition nowadays. There's some tall shooters and... Well, I guess donning the goalkeeper bit, that's the task that we have to try and master. But um, for me, I just need to focus on my game in terms of getting my feet moving, being in the best possible position to be able to get up and challenge that ball. But I think when it comes down to it, it's great that we do play a team sport because this is where you really need your teammates. Um, them doing the work out in front of you, I guess giving those balls coming in from as far out as possible, as soon as the feeders get it on the circle edge, it's pretty much as good as a goal. So um, for me, it'd be working combinations, working wherever I am out there, whether it's be anchor at goal defence or Kate Maloney at the wing defence and just really talking them through and making sure we're all supporting each other. The Trans-Tasman Trophy is a fantastic competition. It's getting better and better and you play in a very tough position. You mentioned some of the tall shooters. I was having a look yesterday at Catherine Latu and she's had an amazing year, 94% she's shooting at. So so what can you do um, if she misses? I guess you've got to try and get the rebound, but she doesn't really miss those, those sort of shooters, do they? No, and the thing is, being that tall and being right under the post when they take those shots, they're often in the best rebound position as it is. So. 
for us it's about I guess trying to make them shoot further out and then using the box out to try and keep them away from the ring and I guess that's where it's handy having your other teammate in the circle with you and really working together to probably not going to be able to pull in those rebounds with two hands but trying to get a tip and chasing up the loose ball but um, for us it's about taking every opportunity that comes and obviously a missed shot is one of those opportunities if we can get the rebound but for us it'll be about I guess trying to eliminate and stopping the ball even getting into the hands of Romelda or Andy Wilde um, that's our best opportunity I think now, speaking with Jeeva Mentor from the Melbourne Vixens, also from the England national team, I wanted to ask you a little about a bit about your last week's win against the Tactics. A big win for you over in New Zealand. That must build some confidence after a couple of tight losses. Yeah, it was great to get that win um, in New Zealand and against Tactics, particularly as we had two losses in a row at home. Um, so for us, we're feeling definitely a lot more confident as a team. But I think that confidence has come in the fact that we had a game plan last week and we felt that we stuck to it all the way through and really brought back our tight one-on-one um, defensive um, pressure and style. So I think the Simone, our coach, gave some really important information um, and feedback for us and working together as a team and as a unit, and we really put that into place last week. So we looking to take that forward into tonight's game against the Queensland Firebirds. Um, we know it's going to be tough. We know we're not going to be able to run away with the scoreline. And when we played them a couple of weeks ago, we had a six-goal um, lead going into the fourth quarter and, and blew that, having having a loss with one goal. So we know that they're going to be fighting right the way towards the end. And I guess they're the, the lessons that you learn from this league and with games already. It's unbelievably close, though, isn't it? Looking at the ladder, but you're in third position with three wins. But you go down to uh, ninth position, where the Mystics are, and they're a tough team to, to battle as well, and they've got a couple of wins. It just uh, is so close. You look at the Thunderbirds, they've won 16 in a row, and now they've lost three in a row. Anyone can beat anyone, can't they, on, on a given day? Yeah, and I think that's the exciting thing about this competition. Yeah, and their champs have just taken another step forward. Um, all the teams are so competitive now. There used to be maybe an easy team or an easy game, and I just don't think that's the case now. You can't take your foot off the pedal, and you need to keep the concentration all the way throughout. And the beauty of the position that we're in at the moment is it's still within our hands. We're not having to wait on other games' results. Um, if we win tonight and we win next week, then we keep ourselves within the four. If we lose, then it's, it's out of our hands. So definitely a great opportunity tonight. We know how important important this game is, um, how important every game is, and particularly securing those couple of points. But um, yeah, any team, even if they're down the bottom of the ladder, is still going to be a tough opposition to face. Well, big, big game tonight against the Firebirds, Jeeva, but then I know you probably don't want to look too far in front, but uh, us and the media and all the fans do, then Swifts, then the T-Birds, so three big Australian teams. Yeah, and it'll be good. I mean, we tried to break the season up into blocks and um, definitely aware that obviously we had New Zealand trip last week. We're in Brisbane this week and then off to Sydney next week. So um, well aware that we need to really beat these two teams, um, Firebirds and the Swiss, to just give us that best opportunity moving forward before we set back home um, Easter weekend against the last year's premiers, the Thunderbirds. So it's a tough road trip, um, but we do travel well as a team away. Um, and as I said before, the beauty of this competition is that it's still in our hands and it's still up to us and I think if we have the performance that we know we can do on any given day then we're, um, we're, we're going to come away with the goods but like I said we need to be able to perform um, and I think any day as long as we put that performance out there we will come away with it. What do you think of these Monday night games Jeeva? Is it hard just sitting around the whole weekend uh, watching the other games and waiting to play? Oh, I think it's mixed emotions. Um, it's tough in that sense because um, you do just want to get out there and get going, particularly when you have a full week training. Um, but having a couple of Monday night um, games in a row, um, then you've got that shorter week, so it gives you that 
extra opportunity to rest and recover and prepare. And um, I think it does give you that weekend just to feel a little bit normal and particularly be able to be at home on the Saturday and fly out on the Sunday um, just helps you relax a little bit more. So it's been good. It's been exciting. Um, but that will be our Monday nights done now, I think, for most of the season. So looking forward to getting back on the weekends and um, and just taking those opportunities when they come. But, I mean, every game's important. It doesn't matter whether it's a Sunday afternoon or Monday night. It's still the same sort of preparation. I'm speaking with Jeeva Mentor from the Vixens ahead of their game against the Firebirds tonight. One last one, Jeeva. It's a big year, obviously, with the Commonwealth Games coming up in the UK in Glasgow. You've been playing for your country for 13 or 14 years. What keeps you going? What drives you on? Yeah, it's been an exciting last couple of months as well because I've made that transition back into playing for England in terms of having to go back um, in the off-season and pre-season. Um, Vixens have been great with allowing me that time to, to travel back and particularly do the Commonwealth Games year. So um, it's exciting still to be a part of it and to think that this could be my fourth Commonwealth Games if selected. Um, but I mean, I love it. It's a privilege to be able to play for your country and to be able to represent um, the sport at one of the highest levels. It's fantastic. And obviously with Wales next year in Sydney, I feel like I'll be able to get a few of my, um, I guess, home fans along and hopefully they'll support me even though I'm wearing the wrong colours. But it's great for the sport and it's great to be able to play in the ANZ Champs in a great competition that I think puts a lot of our players in good stead for being able to challenge for those top positions at the Commonwealth Games and World Champs. You've been playing in Australia for six or seven years, Jeeva. Surely uh, you can put your hand up and play for the Aussies. <laughs> my partner keeps telling me that as well but um, no it's not, not the same it's fine playing for a different club but I think yeah. singing a different anthem um, I quite enjoy the challenge of coming up against my teammates to be honest Vixens champion defender Jeeva Mentor the Adelaide Thunderbirds have hit a bit of a hurdle in their premiership defence losing their last three matches narrowly to the Northern Mystics Southern Steel and yesterday in the West to the Fever 53-51 to their co-vice captain Rebecca Bully has been good enough to join me today and Beck can you put your finger on where you may have dropped off in the past three weeks? Oh, look, there's a lot of reasons why we haven't won those last couple of games. Um, I suppose don't want to delve into excuses, but, you know, the game against Mystics, you know, I really felt like we would have we won that game had Lee not got injured. And then, you know, the last couple of weeks, we only lost by a couple of goals, but they're teams that we should be winning by about, you know, five or ten goals at least. And I think we're sort of putting ourselves under a lot of pressure at the moment. Well, tell us a little bit about yesterday's game against the Fever. You just couldn't quite break away from them. You came back a few times. They got out to a four or five goal lead, but then you'd you'd fight back, get level, have the centre pass, and then perhaps cough the ball up, or they'd turn it over at least. And uh, they just kept hanging on, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, like they were a very determined team. I think, you know, it was a really a, a must win for them, and as it was for us. But look, they just didn't let up, and we, you know, probably had our opportunities, and we just, you know, didn't probably get enough ball turned over. Um, and then, you know, when, when the turnovers came from our end, you know, we just couldn't get it back, unfortunately. What about your midcourt this year? It's been a little bit unsettled, hasn't it? I guess with injuries, you mentioned to Lee Waddington, Nat Von Burdo's retired. So you haven't really had a settled midcourt. It seemed though yesterday that Maddie Proud played in the centre, Helen and Renee Helen and back to wing defence, and that seemed a little bit better. Yeah, I think that that's something that we identified that, you know, that through the midcourt without Lee and Emily and, you know, obviously Nat, with Nat retiring, it has been a bit of an issue. That's where most of our turnovers have been occurring. So it was nice to have Renee back in the wing defence position, have our old, uh, you know, line across the transverse there. Maddie Proud did a great job. You know, she's a young player. She's got so much potential. She's going to have a fantastic future. And then mixed with that, you know, we brought in Wendy Jacobson and, and we think, she, you know, she did a fantastic job considering she's had one training with us. Um, but unfortunately, it still wasn't good enough.
tell us a little bit about Wendy Jacobson, where she's been and, and uh, who she's been playing for. Yeah, well, you know, she she comes from a long way back. You know, we used to play against each other back in the Commonwealth Bank Trophy days, back in uh, Kestrels and Phoenix. And you know, she's had a bit of time out, but been doing a great job in the Victorian State League. And um, you know, we attack. We need some experience there, and she certainly provided that. And you mentioned Emily Beaton's been out so far this season. Uh, when do you think she might be back? Oh, look, I'm not sure. I think it's good that we've got the bye this week. Hopefully she'll be back um, next weekend ready to play. Um, just unlucky time to get an injury, you know, right before the start of the season. But she's just been so positive. You know, she's such a true she's such a team person. I'm speaking with Thunderbirds co-vice captain Rebecca Bully after the game over in the West yesterday against the Fever. What about your battle with Nat Medhurst? I'm sure that she's always a very determined player. But just watching on television yesterday, she seemed even more so. <laughs> well, I suppose she's, she's their captain, like you'd expect her to stand up. Um, probably I um, floated off a little bit much and, you know, trying to help out everyone else as opposed to just taking care of my opponent. So I always enjoy playing on that. She's a great player, um, but I'm probably a little bit disappointed with my efforts yesterday. And what about Caitlin Bassett up there, up forward as well? She's very tough to, to battle against. She's, uh, she's tall, isn't she? Obviously, she's massive. But Sam Pullman... Uh, She's been really good as well and, and nice for her to get a full game and uh, she did quite well with deflections and that sort of thing and trying her best against Caitlin Bassett. Oh, absolutely. You know, and Sammy, she has great presence on court. She, you know, she's not afraid to you know, give as good as she gets. Um, you know, she certainly matches um, Caitlin pretty much in the height department. So she did a good job. Um, I think it, it makes it tough, though, when their attackers are getting the ball on the circle. There's not a lot you can do when that's the case. Such an even competition, isn't it, Beck? Third position to ninth position is just one game covering those seven positions. And I uh, just want to ask you about the next couple of weeks you've got. You've got the bye. Tell us, first of all, what you're up to for the bye. And then uh, the Vixens and the Magic away are two massive games, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of nice to have this week off and just get away from netball. Hopefully, you know, go back refreshed and really excited to play. We've got a big game coming up when we get back from the bye against the Vixens in Melbourne. Um, Thunderbirds and Vixens always have good, good tough matches. Um, so we're looking forward to that one and hopefully we can get our season back on track. You know, as you say, the, the competition is so close and anything can really still make the finals. So it's going to it's gonna be, you know, we need to win every game from here on in though. I made a mistake a couple of weeks ago. I had a chat with Lee Waddington, sadly, about three days before she did her knee. So, of course, everyone around work at the ABC was blaming me for uh, for that uh, for that occurring. So uh, I'm, I hope I don't put the moz on. You don't have a game this week, Beck, so you'll be fine. Um, and I said to Lee, uh, I've talked about where'd you, you know, where'd you grow up and all that sort of thing, how'd you get into netball, and I got the completely wrong town that she was brought up in because that was your bio got swapped, apparently, and she was from Gawler. And where are you from? Pyramid Hill. That's it. Now, where's Pyramid Hill? Pyramid Hills is pretty much in the middle of Victoria. There's not a lot there. Most people haven't heard of it. Um, yeah, I was a country girl and um, moved to Bendigo when I was about 13. Yep. Yeah. And Bendigo would be a pretty strong sporting uh, city, really, isn't it? Now it's a big place. Oh, yeah. Bendigo's great. It's nice to get home. Yeah, they love their football and their netball there. And, uh, you know, my, my family still live there. My brother, he's playing in the, you know, Bendigo Football League. And, uh, yeah, there's been some great athletes. All the um, Dalwoods all come from Bendigo. Mm. So. Yeah, very much supporting town. Thunderbirds co-vice captain Rebecca Bully. Coming up, I'll speak with Natalie Medhurst from the West Coast Fever. This is the Netball Show with Anthony Tucker on ABC Grandstand Digital. 
Francis Leach. ABC Grandstand Digital Breakfast for a comprehensive look at sport. It was pretty tough to watch that first two quarters of that game. It only produced four goals. Hear from the players, the coaches and the people in the know. Talk AFL football next up on Grandstand Breakfast. Adam Romanesk is part of the ABC Grandstand team to assess the weekend's action. If it's comprehensive sports coverage and music you're after, tune in from Friday to Monday every week on digital radio ABC Grandstand. Streaming online and on your mobile. There's a world of great sport content right at your fingertips with ABC Grandstand Online. Visit abc.net.au slash grandstand. Get the latest sports results and stories and find out what's coming up with the broadcast schedule. Log on to abc.net.au slash grandstand for sports coverage like no other. Grandstand Sport. It's on your radio, online, on digital radio and on your mobile. This is the Netball Show on ABC Grandstand Digital and online. You're listening to the Netball Show on ABC Grandstand Digital with Anthony Tucker. Thanks for tuning in. The West Coast Fever have looked good in most of their matches this season but have failed to put four quarters together. Yesterday they held off the reigning Premier Adelaide Thunderbirds to win 53-51 and move within a game of the top four. Their skipper Natalie Medhurst was a star yesterday and she joins me now. Nat, thanks for joining me, and you must be thrilled with a solid four-quarter performance yesterday. Um, yeah, it wasn't quite a solid four <laughs> quarters, but, um, you know, we started um, really well, had a pretty big lapse in that second quarter, and um, I think our our second half of the game, um, you know, we really had to dig deeper a few times there, and I think in, in previous games this season, um, when it's gotten tight, we've tended to to crumble a bit, so to be able to hold on, um, to play some smart netball when we needed to and come away with a, a win, as our second for the season, it feels like it's been ages, um, yeah, so it was very nice. Well, the Thunderbirds, as you'd expect, kept coming, didn't they? They got back level in that last quarter, had the centre pass, looked like they might get a couple of goals clear and, and win another tight one, but you did steady, and was that something on court or just inside you guys that thought, we're not going to lose another close one? Um, oh, it's definitely something that we've spoken about and worked really hard on this week in trying to, I guess, keep our composure and not feel panicked and really maintain possession. If we have to work it around 100 passes before we score a goal, that's okay. Sometimes thought we've had to, you know, rush it down there and, and a bit of panic comes into our game if, if that doesn't happen quickly. So, as you said, Thunderbirds are always such a, a quality lineup, and I, I know they've had obviously. Some injuries and lost players, but they're a club who certainly knows how to win, particularly those tight games. So um, for us to win against a, you know, such an experienced club and you know, a team with some great players in, it was a, a great uh, team effort. You said it feels like a long time, Nat, since you had a win, but it must have felt a long time away as well over in New Zealand for a couple of matches. Lost both of those, one pretty tight, and then one where you started really well against the Magic and then it fell apart a bit in the second term. Must be nice to be back in your own bed, I guess. Yeah, it fell apart. The word you could use against the Magic, it was um, yeah, pretty pretty dismal performance after that first quarter. But 12 days on the road, it was... You know, New Zealand's a beautiful place and obviously netball-wise didn't go the way we wanted to. But, it, yeah, it was certainly nice to get back home and just to be in your, your normal routine. And obviously there's girls who work and study and those sorts of things. So, as you said, being back in your, your own bed and, you know, driving yourself around. And it's amazing the things that you miss when you're away. Um, those small little comforts, just like being able to drive your own car. So it was, yeah, nice, as I said, to get back into normal routine and, and then get a win after a um, disappointing road trip. 
A bit more about yesterday's game. What about your game uh, personally? Let's talk about that first. It just appeared in the first five or ten minutes that uh, I know you're a world-class player. You're always very determined. Just looked like you're even more determined than ever yesterday watching on television. Even the commentators there said it. You looked like you weren't going to take any rubbish and you were ready to go. Yeah, I was pretty fired up. Um, I'm probably my harshest critic. I'm pretty tough on myself and Sometimes you feel like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But, um, you know, I knew particularly our senior players really needed to, to step up. And, you know, there was obviously a lot of things that were written in the media and those sorts of things egged me on. And for me, um, I really want to obviously support all my players and, and the coaching staff as well. I know Norma um, had some words said about her during the weekend. Yeah, so as I said, for me, that really, I guess, um, spurs me on and, and fires me up even more. So, and as I said, coming up against a, a great team, I wanted to win. I always want to win, and I love that feeling. And as you said, I was um, yeah, certainly very determined and um, just glad I was able to play my part um, yeah, in getting us across the line. And what about your game in combination with Caitlin Bassett? We've talked about this before. You've been playing with her now for a few games in the West, but also in the Australian team. And how about that crazy shot she, she made when she was almost falling out of court? That was amazing. Yeah, I know. I think it was actually, um, she was going to have the penalty reset. Yeah. She thought, I'll just do a fadeaway jump shot out of court and, <laughs> and instead to make it look pretty specky. And yeah, that was great. She had a fantastic game and, you know, massive congratulations to her. I think she's the first Australian to score 3,000 goals. Mm. She's a, a tremendous effort. And, um, you know, I think yesterday our combination worked extremely well and it's just continuing to improve. So we're going to, you know, need to keep on working that this week because we've got a, a pretty tough um, gig again on Sunday against the Firebirds. I'm speaking with Natalie Medhurst, captain of the West Coast Fever after their excellent win, 53-51 over the reigning Premier, the Thunderbirds, handing the T-Birds their third loss in a row. Natalie, what about the defence, though? That seemed to be really strong yesterday. Shea Bolton at wing defence had, I think, three deflections, three interceptions, and, and really put it to, to the mid-court of the Thunderbirds. Yeah, she did. Shay's been training extremely well. She's, you know, been around for quite a few years and, you know, probably, you know, she's found herself sitting on the bench and when she's come on, she's um, had a, a, a huge impact. And I think uh, yesterday against the Thunderbirds, she just grabbed that opportunity um, with starting out there with both hands and had an absolutely cracker of a game and she provided so much drive for us out of defence as well. And I think the combination... Um, with that defensive end, Ebony as well, she was um, an absolute standout. Um, her rejection certainly got the crowd pretty pumped up. And, you know, her and Josie, particularly in that last quarter, pulled in some some crucial um, intercepts for us to get us back over the line after we were, you know, two goals down in that last quarter. So, yeah, defence-wise, it was great to see them all um, performing really well. I was going to ask you about that Ebony Beckford Chambers move on to Erin Bell. It's something you might see in Perth tonight at the uh, the Wildcats 36ers basketball match, but it was a bit like that, wasn't it? A block shot. Yeah, you love it when it's your teammate that does it to another shooter. It's great when it happens to you as a shooter. Um, it's not the greatest feeling, but um, yeah, I was pretty pumped up and um, when she got that, it's yeah, great timing and as I said, she had a a fantastic game, Ebony, and, you know, shutting down Carla, which is no easy feat. Um, you know, I think she held her really well and, as I said, got some fantastic ball and, and turnover and just created um, a huge amount of pressure. So it's a credit to her as well, um, you know, with really stepping up and controlling that defensive end. 
You mentioned earlier you've got a big game next against the Firebirds. They have to take on the Vixens tonight, so they're going to have one day's less rest, travel over to the West, and then you've got the bye after that. It's a massive game. If you can go in with two wins to the bye, you're really going to set yourself up for a crack at the top four. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's something that we spoke about um, after our game against the Magic is, you know, at the end of, we were, you know, five rounds and there was still a lot of netball to go and that we went out of it. And, you know, we need to keep um, realising that and know we've got to keep doing the hard work and focusing on ourselves and anything can happen with the way the season's going. You've got, you know, no idea who's going to beat who and you've got people, you know, beating others that people wouldn't expect. So for us, yeah, it's a great game um, to be coming up against the Firebirds and another big challenge for us to step up and obviously playing on our home court again will be great. Um, yeah, and then if we can go into the bye with three wins under our belt um, when we come back, it you know can certainly give us a lot of confidence heading into then that next game. West Coast Fever captain Natalie Medhurst. Well, that's all we've got time for today on the Netball Show. Two big games tonight to complete round six. Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic put their undefeated record on the line as they take on the Pulse in New Zealand and an All-Australian clash in Brisbane when the Firebirds take on the Vixens. Next week, the Swifts play the Vixens, the Fever play the Firebirds and a couple of All-New Zealand clashes between the Mystics and the Tactics and the Steel and the Pulse. I'm Anthony Tucker. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the week of netball.